once upon a time, there was a small hedgehog that went about his day and found his way down to a riverbed. As he approached the water, as it moved and slid along the river banks, he got right up to the edge, right up to the surface, with its gleaming, glittering edges in the sunlight. And as he looked down, he saw many things reflected in the water. He saw the trees and their leaves above reflected in the surface. He saw his own face reflected in the surface. But as he peered closer and he looked deeper, he saw not just the reflections of the surface, but he saw something more. He saw a curvature, a texture, a kind of ribbed molten glass, if it were to move. He saw the structure of the surface of the water itself right there past the reflections, past the glittering, gleaming sunlight highlights. If he squinted his eyes, he could tell just by even moving his head to get parallel as close as he could to the water's surface itself. The more he did that, the more he could see the difference between that which was in the water, that which was on the surface of the water, and that which was the structure of the water itself. It's curious, it's not necessarily something he came to the river to examine. It's not necessarily why he was here this day. But all the same, he found himself looking at the water in new ways, examining his location to the water, his perspective, but specifically triangulating where he was interacting with the water. It seemed where he was directly affected what it was able to demonstrate to him what he was able to perceive was completely dependent on not just the water and its character, 
not just dependent on his eyes, his being, his location. It was the dynamic between the two that determined what knowledge was born, what insight was truly gained was a dynamic between the two. Like one eye seeing out into the world, a second eye doesn't just give you two images and twice as much information, though it can. When those eyes work in concert, then there's more than just two images. As they're compared and overlapped, then there is depth, an entirely new dimension that was always there to be discovered, always there to be interacted with. Always there, but hidden in plain sight. Depth into a dimension that previously wasn't seen, wasn't experienced or even necessarily noticed. As the little critter looked into the water, got low on the riverbank, peering over the water across it, trying to get a sense of its character. He then realized as a tiny fish swam by in the current of the water, that the curvature of the surface was only something that was very noticeable to him because he was out in the air. That the curvature of the surface was dictated by the curvature of the riverbank, the curvature of the river itself, which means that change in space, that shifting and bending of the water itself carries through everywhere. Every piece of the river, meaning every little bit of that water that fish is swimming through. And oh, what it must be like be surrounded by it, and to never have the perspective that he has on the surface, the contrast, the ability to look at the water from outside the water. Mm -hmm.